0: Hey everyone, thank you for joining the conversation today with Jin Ann. What a great conversation. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Before we get to that though, here's a quick word from our sponsors.
1: How would you love to fuel your body with the right things so that you can potentially extend your life 10 to 15 years, reverse the aging process, avoid life-threatening diseases, which may include cancer, Alzheimer's, dementia, heart attack, lose weight permanently, and not have it yo-yo back up and down. Are you looking for super foods for super results? Well, these foods are non-GMO, have no artificial anything, no binders, no fillers, no herbicides or pesticides. These foods help you reclaim your vitality. Tammy eliminated the pain from her back and was able to walk three miles again. Steve was glad he was introduced to a glyphosate solution. My name is Michael Campbell. You can text Live Foods to 321 Again, text Live Foods to 321
0: show. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. You're listening to the Success Show channel. I'm your host, Joshua Kangley, with another episode of Table Talks. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the show. You're listening to Table Talks. I'm your host, Joshua Kangley, with another awesome episode today, guys. I have a very special guest on the show today with us. Her name is Janan Glasgow-George. Janan is recognized worldwide for her expertise in intellectual property. She has spoken about intellectual property in front of the UN Economic Commission for Europe and has been featured speaker at IP conferences in India, Italy, France, South Africa, Mexico, United Arab Emirates, Ghana, as well as New York City, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Chicago, and Research Triangle Park in the USA. Guys, I am so excited to introduce our next guest. Janan. welcome to the show.
2: Thank you. It's a pleasure to join you today.
0: You know, I'm honored to have you on the show, Janan. I really appreciate you. And I know I kind of gave a little bit of insight to who you are. If you could introduce yourself to us.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. I always like to say I'm a recovered engineer. Um, I love creating things and I had a first career in new product development and research and development, but then decided to kind of shift that creativity into creating assets with words. And that's basically what patents are. Um, So I've been practicing intellectual property law as a patent attorney for over 20 years. And I've also been an angel investor and um, have launched two or three companies of my own, mostly in software. Um, I have a current company, Magic Number, that is kind of like Google Maps for patents. It's visualization and analytics for patent and market data to help investors and business people make good decisions.
0: The line of work you're in in your career history is super impressive, I have to say. And again, I'm glad to have you on the show to talk about this with us um, and and give us some insights. So first of all... Um, This industry, now, maybe it has, maybe it hasn't, but how has being a woman in tech, especially in such an underestimated industry such as this, uh, IP and AI, been a motivating factor in how you do business?
2: Oh, wow, that's a great question. Yeah, I think women over decades have been somewhat underrepresented in engineering and in intellectual property law and in technology, right? Somewhere there was a rumor that women were bad at math. Well, it's just not true. (laughs) Um, In fact, today in most engineering programs across the nation around the world, um, it's at least half women. So I think that that seems like it's equalized, but there's still a lot less representation in the areas of engineering and IP law, and also in AI and high tech. I think it's a motivating factor for me because everybody has a voice, right? And and one of the big issues with artificial intelligence is that the programming, the representation of software that initiates a lot of the machine learning and evolves into AI, is, um, you know, consciously or unconsciously including bias of the people who do the programming, the people who launch it. And so having diversity, um, you know, of perspective, diversity of representation um, of of those perspectives in AI helps to manage that bias and ensure that outcomes will reflect what the original intention, you know, was meant to be so that AI is created for good and doesn't unintentionally omit the perspectives and and represent the values of of women in particular. Um, Also, I would say with intellectual property, there is some information, some data that suggests that women are underrepresented as inventors, and Mm. that surprised me at first, but um, I'm not really sure why. I I don't know that it makes sense. Women have many good ideas. Women uh, are perhaps even more largely represented in entrepreneurial startups across our country um and so it that's that's kind of an unusual stat i'd like to see women participate um you know heavily it, with inventions because patent assets are usually the most valuable assets of a company right so mm-hmm. it's a it's a Great joy to practice uh, the work that I do, and I'm happy to bring the woman perspective, if you will, (laughs) to my work. The other thing is women function differently, right? Um, I tend to take a more collaborative approach to patent Law. I try to keep clients out of court, um, and focus on developing assets in their business and developing value. And so I like connecting people. Um, and I think that that's a strength that many women have to be good networkers and make good connections, um, for clients in business in particular. So I think women are an asset, even if underrepresented, it's changing.
0: Oh, absolutely! I I would definitely agree with you, and I'm so glad to have you on the show to represent that and to provide that balance here um, as we go forward. So, and, and like you said, in intellectual property is so important, and I have to say, many people would say that you are a trailblazer. So, how okay. do you handle being in front of growing industries like data management and analytics?
2: Well, that's funny. I, I don't know that I would handle it any differently. I am who I am, but I, um, I think that for me, vision is really important, being able to see things. Um, I'm a very visual person. I love jigsaw puzzles. I love putting pieces together, and so a lot of what's motivated me in the work I'm doing in um, data analytics and data visualization um, like for my company, Magic Number, it's about being able to see and interact with data differently. A lot of times, patent data, is, it's really tedious and boring to read a patent, much less hundreds or thousands of them. And so the software we've developed makes it easier for people to get the really rich, dense information out of the patent system. Um, and that's what motivates me, because you can only invent from what you know. But the more you see and read, the more you know, right? Especially in in a particular field, in a particular sector, every single patent document is an inventive solution to a problem. So you can get competitive intelligence, you can get information about how technology is evolving, you can find out who the most creative and inventive people are in that sector, in that field. Um, and you can imagine what the next improvements will be, because every pattern is telling a story about how they solve a problem. Um, and so I love making that um, analysis, and I guess you could say data management, simpler by providing for both high-level but super deep detail, making it more interactive. Um, face it, we all have shorter attention spans today, so reading, um, you know, a sort of tedious document that's very complicated and has unusual and very uh, technical wording, like a patent document, um, it's hard for most people to sit down and review that. Um, So that's kind of how I think I'm leading, is making all that more accessible.
0: Everyone, we're talking with Jananne Glasgow-George, IP attorney and founder of Magic Number IP. Jananne, where can we go to learn more about you to learn more about Magic Number?
2: Sure, well our software our magic number and our story what we're trying to do is on our website magic number ip.com um, a lot of my story is on my personal website janan glasgow george.com um, and information about my law firm at neo ip assets.com um, so those are all good places to learn a little bit about me magic number is interesting because i've been working with patent software for almost two decades uh, about 18 years and i actually co-founded magic number with my partner taylor brockman And he's been in software and development, and we thought bringing AI and machine learning to the data and analytics I've been doing with patents would be a significant pivot, a big move. And um, it's been a great partnership so far. Um, Also, Taylor is very committed to visualization. He does sailing and actually has navigated by the stars. So what we wanted to do was um, kind of put all of our ideas in and see what was useful, get feedback from people, and what we have found is that the magic number sector information, again, like this Google Maps for patents, if you will, it's been very useful to early-stage companies, to large companies, uh, but to investors, um, and that maybe surprised me at first how much investors would like to know more about intellectual property and where the opportunities are. Large companies are, are using it to identify companies to buy you know, for their merger um, and acquisition pipeline. And um, so realizing that the data is useful for large companies acquiring smaller companies that makes me think it's even more important for early stage companies to be successful. They have to position to be acquired, right? And the mm-hmm. patent uh, info that we have at MagicNumberIP.com can help them be guided in that way.
0: You know, and you mentioned uh, patent assets are extremely valuable and often the most valuable. Um, so intellectual property is extremely important. Can you tell us a little bit more about what uh, Magic Number is doing and how... This is a game changer for many businesses.
2: I think it can be. Um, You know, and usually you think about uh, patents, you think about, well, you know, large companies might, you know, not care about the patents of smaller companies. They'll infringe them. And I think generally companies don't intend to infringe, but some of them may not take great care to avoid infringement. And so because there's no patent police, there's a perception that, Patents aren't really as helpful as you want them to be because you can't afford to enforce them, then they're no good. But the truth is, patents are... What motivates large companies to invest in and make acquisition in large in small companies? The large companies don't move as quickly. Small companies innovate, but then you know being first mover isn't really the only advantage you can have. And sometimes being the first mover when there are a lot of giants like Amazon, Google, Facebook, etc., isn't really helpful because you'll just be copied. Mm -hmm. Intellectual property is the one asset that helps you have exclusivity and it's valuable not just to you it's even more valuable to larger companies with big competitors so i think you know while it's helpful to think about analogy to real estate people try to do that a lot you know patents are like land because they're unique, everyone is unique. The location matters, the size matters, the position matters, the complexity of it matters. Um, but what what's the most important thing to remember is there is no second place, right? Mm-hmm. Just like with property. If you're trying to do real estate development, you've gotta get that best location first. Same thing for patents. So a lot of smaller companies sort of forget that you have to rush to file you do have to make these choices quickly but the good news is you don't have to spend you know as much money as large companies do it's not about the quantity it's about the quality of your filing it's about how valuable that real estate is if you will mm-hmm. how valuable your patent position is and how do you know that it's data it comes back to data you've got to get the context right mm-hmm. you need a survey of what's near you and what's valuable and what's not and it's the good news is it's really possible to do that even on your own as long as you can um, you know invest a little bit of time like 5, 10, 15 minutes to look at what's around you, you don't have to be an expert in IP. you can make these decisions by the data representations um, that we provide We try to make them really easy to take an action or make a decision. You do need patent attorneys to create patents obviously, but to understand what's happening around you, Mm. Um, you you don't always need a legal opinion. You need data.
0: You know, and most would consider trademarks and patents both lengthy and expensive. Um, How should innovative companies start this process when they don't have the budget of a lot of these major companies and enterprises that you mentioned?
2: Yeah, well, that's a good point. Um, There's a difference between not having the budget of a large enterprise and having no budget. If you have no budget then how do you expect to win in business? Mm. You've gotta be prepared to pay to play in this game, right? These are the most important, most valuable assets that a company will have, so you have to have some budget. The main thing is don't do it yourself, right? Don't draft and file your own applications because you'll absolutely get what you pay for nothing it won't be very valuable. You do need a patent attorney, but the good news is again inform yourself with data. you can make the decision about how do I make this broader? how do I expand on it by looking at the context around you and it's as simple as again like 5, 10, 15 minutes to explore the area around you um, with you know a patent visualization tool like get magic number and then you decide one or two patents, well-positioned, well-written, well-filed and managed um, you know by a good attorney, um, but well-prepared from the standpoint of the company has to understand what is this asset looking like and how do I know it will be useful to me. Um, as long as you go in knowing that, you can file a small portfolio that's really valuable and then focus on your business. The number one thing is don't do it late. Right, there is no second place. A lot of companies, small companies, make the mistake of thinking, "Well, we'll just wait till we make some money. We'll wait till we sell and get some users or something like that." Um, it's too late. Mm. You can't do that later with patents. With trademarks, you can file later, but with patents, you can't. So it's really important to budget for it. You know, even a small amount. A lot of the time, people don't realize it's it can be affordable if you file after looking at data, right? Don't just file, because that's really expensive. Just because you can patent, you could get a patent to issue, it's patentable, doesn't mean it's profitable. Be sure that you know how you'd use the asset in your business. Most people wouldn't buy a new computer without knowing how to use it, right? You wouldn't even get a new iPhone or Android phone without knowing how to use it or watching a tutorial. Do the same thing with your patent assets. Be sure that you know how you'll use them in your business.
0: And like you said, uh, utilizing that data um, is gonna help you. Thank you so much for explaining that to us. And everyone, we've been talking with Jananne Glasgow-George explaining to us the reasons why it's so important for businesses to protect their IP. Janan is IP attorney and founder of Magic Number IP. You can learn more about Magic Number by going to www.magicnumberip.com. Jeanne, thank you so much. Is there anything else you want to leave the audience today with, or any kind of suggestions for entrepreneurs out there, inventors out there, people who might have a patent and, and not sure what to do?
2: Yeah, I think the number one thing is write it down. Once you have an idea, an invention, something that you think is different, distinctive, that might be valuable for your business, that and- you understand that business area, write it down. Keep an idea journal. If you don't care what you're thinking about, Mm. who else will, right? So document it, write it down, and then do a little bit of research on your own. Patent data is you can go to USPTO.gov and run some searches. You can look at Google patents online and do some free searches. You can even look at some data for free in limited sectors at magicnumberip.com. But you should also compare your ideas to what's out there. See how valuable it is before you jump in and start trying to file a patent or engage an attorney. So. Document your ideas, do a little bit of research, and then take an action. I think you'll find that patent assets are the, the big multiplier. It can give you a 5, 10, 15x multiple in your business beyond just your profit and revenue, as long as you're positioning it well and make sure it's high quality. Thanks. I hope that's helpful.
0: Yes, I love the idea of the Idea Journal. So Thank you so much, Janan, and thank you so much for being on the show today. Of course, thank you. Everyone, we've been talking with Janan Glasgow George. Janan is an IP attorney and a founder of Magic Number IP. You can learn more about Magic Number at www.magicnumberip.com. You can also learn more about Janan at www.jinanglasgowgeo.com rge.com. That's www.janandglascogeorge.com. Very useful and insightful information, guys. Intellectual property has always been important. Patent assets have always been important. I would argue it's much more important today. If you have an idea, like Janan says, write it down, start your idea journal, and do some research. Do your due diligence on how to get started with your patent and with your invention. So excited to have her on the show today, guys. Really impressed with her career. You need to look her up, and you need to find out more about her. And if you have any questions for her, or want to learn more about what Magic Number can do for you, please go to magicnumberip.com. And remember, you can listen to all my episodes of Table Talks on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you like to listen to podcasts. You can also go to my website, www.hellomynameisjosh.com. I have all my episodes archived there for your listening pleasure, and you can learn more about me there as well. If you like the show, guys, please, it would help me out if you give me a five-star review. This really helps me get out there in front of the audience and help more people and share this wonderful knowledge with more and more people. Guys, my mission is to help as many people as I possibly can, and I appreciate all my guests like Janan who come on the show to help us entrepreneurs, inventors, businessmen and women out there with our ideas and with our businesses. Again, thank you, Janan, for being on the show today. Until next time, I'll talk to you later.